in-depth and God-filled conversations with some of the brightest names in contemporary Christian music and worship. This is The Artist Interview with Gordon T. Hey y'all, my name is Austin Kane. Hey, I'm Franny Ray Cash Kane, and we hope you love our episode of The Artist Interview. That was The Plans by We The Kingdom, and I'm so grateful for Franny and Austin for joining us on The Artist Interview. Franny, can I check, do you just go by Franny or Franny Ray? It's been a confusing thing lately. So my my maiden name is Francis Ray Cash, um, but I always went by Franny. And then when I got married, it changed to Francis Cash Kane, but I always loved the Ray and I kind of want to keep it, but mm-hmm. she's probably going to have to go, but I'm just holding on for dear life to Ray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so whichever I use is sort of acceptable. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like okay. five. <laughs> Austin, just, just so you know, what, what is your middle name? My middle name's Glenn, which is just just Glenn. It's my dad's middle name, his dad's middle name. It's every man in the family's middle name. Just- family name. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so so the track we just played, The Plans by We The Kingdom, is the brand new track from We The Kingdom. We absolutely love it. It's um, it's an awesome track. Can you tell us the story behind that track? How did it come about uh, and why is it important to you guys? Yeah, for me, that song is really, really special because at the beginning of last year, 2023, I started feeling like the Lord was prodding my heart to go in a different direction, to try some new things. I was honestly terrified at first. Like, what does this mean? Leaving this band that I've worked so hard to build, that I have all these, you know, special relationships with, like, what is that going to look like? And, um, I just remember it being several months of me, like getting on my knees a lot and being like, God, is this really you? Like what, what are you calling me into? Why, you know, all of those things. Mm. And, um, a few months into the year, we started writing this song called the plans. Um, I think we might've written it for a group of people to just encourage them in, um, and to trust in God and the plans that he has for their life. I don't think the guys knew that I was going into a transition, but, honestly when whenever we started playing it um yeah it just really kind of floored me because I was like god I know this is you like we wrote the song together but I know this was you like giving me uh something to hold on to as I go into this new season mm-hmm. and um it's been so special to play it live throughout the whole summer we would play it live and just every time I would sing it would remind me like I don't need to be afraid of what's next because God's got me like the best is yet to come and I can trust in that and mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a huge encouragement to me. And then I remember being in the studio, I think I literally think the day that my dad asked me to come record the vocals, I think it was like maybe a couple days before I'd planned to tell him that I was and and he he like looked back at me and I was just sobbing singing it in the studio because he's he's the producer for the band. And uh I just remember like sobbing. He kind of looked back and was like, What is going on? And I was like, You're not gonna like this. <laughs> but um, wow. But it was a sweet moment between them. And he can kind of pinpoint that too. It'd be like, I remember, you know, whenever you were singing the plans, I kind of felt a peace in my heart, like God might be calling you into something. 
Um, didn't know quite what it was, but I could just tell. Yeah. And I think so many times people are guided by the voice of culture or the voice of their family or the voice of their spouse and all these other things that can distract us. And when Bible talks about, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, it's God's plan for your life. And one thing that I love about Franny is that she isn't guided by the voice of culture or the voice of what other people say, but she's guided by God's voice. Mm. And Thanks, for so like, it's been on your heart for a while and God's kind of made so many things obvious and clear that for this season of life yeah. to take a step away. And this is the plan that God has yeah. for Franny's life and for my life and for ours together. Mm. Um, and so it's been really cool to see the truth of what the Bible says in this song and it yeah. actually played out in our lives. Cause last time we talked, we were in Nashville, Tennessee, and right now we're in California and we're here for the next, you know, couple months. And yeah, it's, it's a cool way God has kind of ushered us here in order to mm. really dive in on our marriage and grow with him. You know? Yeah. So true. Which, which is exciting and different and scary and something that lots of people are going, what? That doesn't make any sense at all. So, but you've, but you've gone with what you feel God's calling you yeah. into mm -hmm. and also, I guess, calling you out. Of. I'm, I'm, I would think most people would know that we, the kingdom have had phenomenal success as a band. They've had, two Grammy nominations, many hits, uh, awesome albums, um, and become a real favorite uh, amongst uh, people who love Christian music. Um, and we, we sing their songs in our church. I listen to your music in the car. Hey, I went on a road trip. I had five hours of listening to We The Kingdom. Whoa. So it was, <laughs> I, I just put on We The Kingdom and I was getting annoyed when people phoned me because I was like, wait, I'm still trying to listen to We The Kingdom. So it was, it was, it was like all the way so, across the UK in five no, hours, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, well, I, I was I was driving from the very south up towards. Okay, I went past Coventry. That also made me think of you guys. So, because um, oh, cool. isn't it Coventry your friend is from? She's from Leicester. Oh, Leicester, Leicester and Coventry are very close. It was Leicester. I always get the two confused. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is Leicester. That's what I was thinking of from when, when we chatted a long time ago. Sorry, total yeah. divergent segue. So, so, well, good memory, but I remembered it wrong. <laughs> but I knew it's somewhere around there in the Midlands. So, um, in fact, I, I was in Leicester. There's a great church there called Cromer, who um, do like some really good leadership conferences and stuff like that. So it's exciting having been there recently. Right, anyway. So, um, okay, what I was going to say is We The Kingdom, extraordinary band, amazing uh, journey, loved your voice. Can we just quickly pick into a little bit of the past for a moment with regards to some things? Totally. What, what have been your favourite We The Kingdom tracks? Oh, okay. For me, my favorite kind of over the past seven years that I was in We The Kingdom was uh, Dancing on the Waves. It was the first song that we actually wrote. It was a song that we wrote before we we'd even decided to be a band. And I think there was a purity even in that, you know, and we wrote it for a group of high school kids, but it ended up just becoming an anthem for me, kind of similar to the plans. Those two songs, I actually feel like God, maybe and peace. I felt like God kind of met me in those moments of my life with these songs and used them not only to minister to other people, but really to minister to me. Um, but Dancing on the Waves is, I mean, we played it at our, mm. they, we had the guys play it for us at our wedding when we like mm. tied the cord and yeah, it's really special to me. It always has yeah, been. I love yeah. it. I'd say for me, my, probably my favorite over the past couple of years has been no doubt about it. Mm. Oh, great. Just no, no doubt. So I've got three on there. No doubt about it. It is the number one on the list. Yeah. Oh, that's well, well, yeah. I just, I love that. It reminds us of like, this isn't our permanent home. And yeah. I think the longer we live on earth, the more we get comfortable with the things that God has given us to enjoy here. And when we get distracted by the things he's given us to enjoy, we forget 
we're enjoying God. Mm. And at the end of our life, we're really here just to be with God. Yeah. And we want to be with God on earth as it is in heaven. And I think that song encapsulates that so well that it's like, there's no doubt about it. I'm on my way home. Yeah. And just as humans, we try and make our home here. And so we plant our roots as deep as we can on earth. And it's just, that song reminds me to keep my eyes back up to, really good. Back up to God, you know. But Gordon, what are your three favorites? You said you wrote them down. So no doubt about it, waking yeah. up and peace. Yeah, I, I, I regularly phone into my own station. I don't know, I don't do the breakfast show, but if I'm driving and they're doing the breakfast show, I'll phone them up and say, oh, can you put on waking up, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great show for the morning, a great track for the morning oh show. Oh my gosh, so. I remember though, whenever we wrote that song, I remember thinking to myself, so many people are going to, like, they're going to love this song and then they're going to absolutely hate it because it's going to have been their alarm song. Yeah, you know how, you know how <laughs> whatever your alarm clock is, you hate that sound after like two weeks. And so if, if that's a alarm clock, they're like, at the end of it, they're like, no, turn it off. I'm actually now yeah. going to go and set that to be my alarm clock sound because I haven't ever done oh, that. No. But it sounds- you hate it. <laughs> I it might wake up feeling good. You yeah, know? I think it'll help me wake up feeling good. Uh, so so I'll tell you what we should do right now. Let's have a little medley of no doubt about it, dancing on the waves and somehow waking up. <laughs> Great lunch. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Thank you very much for Dan in the studio, who somehow managed to make that work. So, um, love the tracks that you just picked. So, what about your favourite moment from being in We The Kingdom? And, and for both of you, because I guess Austin, you, you, being married to someone who's in the band, I guess you've got, you've got all the things going in your own life, but also probably also trying to get to the shows where you can. Is that fair? Absolutely, yeah. Tagging along yeah. as many as I could, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you said that, I literally started tearing up because I was just thinking back on like years of memories, you know. And like we say that, we say that one year on the road is like five years of normal relationships. So really, I feel like I've been living with these people, not only like my family in the band, but also like mm -hmm. our background singers who became two of my best friends. Any of our the guys on our crew were like brothers to me, and we go on runs and just all this stuff. There's so many memories. Also, like the red carpets and the 
red rocks and all those things. But, but I think my favorite, my single most favorite, we, the kingdom moment, I kind of mentioned this earlier with dancing on the waves, but it was when we wrote dancing on the waves in the hot tub. I like at this young life camp, I can't describe it. It was like the Holy spirit just was so there. And, um, it was pretty magical, honestly, an electric feeling. Like it was, it was a really special moment. Yeah. I'll never Mm -hmm. forget it. Now, wait a second, did, did you, were you dating when that was happening? Because that's 2018, but I think you got married in 2020, is that right? Good yes. memory. That yeah, was we got married in, written 2020. in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, 2017, okay. And they weren't like, hadn't actually made a band, they just written yeah. the song. And then the, they were, you were at some camp and it was around, I, I, I thought you played it around a fire or something. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. They were at a camp true? in Georgia and they wrote it for these kids that were from Miami, yeah. you know, by the beach down there. And kind of this, that's like God's heart for you is that he looks at you and says, you're a masterpiece. You're amazing. Yeah. I think so many times, you know, all of us, kids especially, but we, we start to think that we don't have value because maybe we are not important on earth, but our value comes from who created us, you know, and not what other people say about us. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my quick memory, most recent memory was from this Christmas tour they just did. And there's this one guy who would come to most Noah. every show. His name's Noah. And he he's on the spectrum, but he is just amazing. He's got yeah. a heart of gold. And he's any song, he's on the front row. It could be peace. And everybody's having this quiet moment. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and they, so they brought him up on stage in Birmingham, Alabama. And he came up on stage to dance and jump around during the Christmas tour. And it was really, really sweet. Oh. It was like, I think... Something special is like there's a kid in all of us mm-hmm. that we we grow up and we put all these protective coverings and to kind of like shield ourselves from shame or embarrassment or insecurity. And sometimes someone that's on on the spectrum, those guards are down. And so he's so himself and yeah. he brings out the kid in all of us. So everybody there's instead of being serious on stage goes from like, oh, wait, we are just having fun. Yeah. We're worshiping God. This isn't a big thing. Big deal. He let's was just, very let's just worship God. So he's yeah. just disarming. It was a really yeah, special really moment. Cool. Yeah. Wow. That sounds that sounds great. There's so my wife and I are involved in a student ministry, and there's a there's a guy who comes along there who who's got um learning disabilities. I think is what well, it's pretty correct to say these days. He's a really lovely guy, totally faithful, and but but he loves worship. Absolutely loves music, and um he will come and be part of the worship band every week. He can't play a note of anything. He comes with uh, either air guitars or air drums. Yeah, and he sits there, and it is so beautiful. And I just know. It pleases Jesus' heart just and it's great so I so I love the fact we can include him and celebrate with him and let his gifting out which is which is something that probably uh elsewhere people might go why is he why is he doing that but you know what God just smiles all over this guy so yeah I, I so cool that you mm-hmm. let the guy and that's got to be a moment he's probably not going to forget in a hurry so I was going to ask what, what was your most significant fan encounter I don't know if that would therefore be your most significant fan encounter. I'm sort of thinking positive ones because I imagine there's also ones you go I wish that had never been said and never happened but, <laughs> um, but, yeah there were some of those <laughs> I, I I can imagine people going, oh, will you marry me? And you're going, but I am married. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's, that sort of yeah. thing can be a bit embarrassing. That yeah. did happen. Somebody came up to my brother and was like, I think a lot of people knew I was married. So I didn't have experience that as much as like an Ann Wilson. She's one of my friends and she gets that like mm-hmm. every multiple times every day. It's so mm-hmm. sad. Um, yeah, but he was like, God told me that I'm going to marry you. And I was just like, yeah, God <gasps> told my husband that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if God told you that, buddy. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> okay. So most significant fan encounter, honestly, uh, this is a bunch of little ones, but we ended up having this 
I guess you could call it like a fan club, but it felt more like extended family or something. It was called the We the Kingdom um, fan front row. The front row crew is what they call themselves. And it was like a handful of about like 10, 15 people. They kind of started an Instagram page and a lot of them just came to a lot of our shows. I don't know if you've ever like come across Joey Tran. He comes to a lot of Christian concerts and um, Megan and two Katie's and just like a handful of them that, that uh, would bring us gifts and just like really like they would dress up like us. Like it was really funny (laughs) and also just sweet. Like it was like just kind of comforting to look out and see some familiar faces when you're like in random Oklahoma and you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody here and I miss home. And then you see, you see one of these people and it was just, it was really, really sweet. So I think Joey came to like, I, I think it was like 80 with the yeah. game shows. Oh my Over goodness, that's, yeah. that's extraordinary. Yeah. Really, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was really dedicated. And he still is. He'll still text me pictures of like them. <laughs> he'll go to their shows and like, he'll be like, I'm here. I'm like, cool. <laughs> oh, well, that, that, I'm, that's amazing. And I've got to say, also a shame because you were meant to come franny to the uk a couple of years ago just after just after covid and then sadly it couldn't work out which i guess was franny for me. Has talked about wanting to come for so long she was like if i could play anywhere i want to go to the uk and play a show and then you know the way it worked out didn't happen but i really wanted yeah. to do big church and i wanted to do creation fest really oh nice. yeah yeah okay that, that would have been that would be cool. Actually, now, 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 now that's just hurting. So let's let's not focus on that too much. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know what might happen. So okay. Um. Uh, and what 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 do you feel coming coming out stepping out from We the Kingdom? What are the things that you're most relying on God for, and what is He most teaching you guys about? Mm, that's a great question. Oh, honestly. This sounds weird to say because it is like step you like you said stepping out of something it can be painful like I'm sure a lot of listeners here maybe transitioning out of something hard or have lost something you know that was dear to them and it's painful but also like because God has been so in it it just feels so right that it does feel like a bit, maybe a bit of a weight has lifted like just knowing that I'm doing the right thing right now which does have a lot of question marks I'm still like I'm getting into a few little you know exploring some new things like been trying some acting stuff which has been really fun like Mm -hmm. some speaking stuff and definitely we'll we'll probably do music again at some point because i love it i just need a break for right now but um yeah so but i would say i would say i'm relying on god for guidance which is part of why i asked austin if i could come take a sabbatical far away from nashville far away from you know, any distractions and just seek the Lord on what's next. And I really do feel like he's been speaking to me. And so I'm, I'm relying on him for continued guidance, but also mm-hmm. do feel like he's meeting a lot of those answers and and giving me a lot of clarity. And then what was the second part of that question? What are you relying on God for? And then what else was it? And and, and what's he teaching about? Where is he stretching you? Hmm. Yeah, I think stretching, honestly, I would say, I would <laughs> Yeah, I hope this isn't too honest, but there's definitely an element of like financially, like when you step out of something like that, you're like, okay, wait, what is this going to look like? And you just like, I don't know, you know, like, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are like, God might call them something that requires that they kind of have to to take a step back financially or or whatever, if you're leaving a job or, mm-hmm. or going into ministry, you know, ministry or whatever. So that's definitely been something I've been having to rely on God for. And um, I feel like he's teaching me all kinds of things. The main thing lately has been, 
that he's my father before any of my family is my family. Mm -hmm. And so like what he has, like I was reading that part, whoever, you know, in, I think it's in Matthew, like whoever loves their father, mother more than me is not worthy of me. And I don't think I ever like loved my family more than God, but I do think that I respected their opinions almost too highly sometimes and wouldn't follow where God was taking me because I was like, you know, just felt like I mm. needed to like respect them and honor them and just kind of go with what they said. And, um, and my family loves God, but, but I think there's a, a new level that God is calling me to of viewing him as like, he's my dad. Yeah. As simple as that is I feel before like my other dad. One thing we've been learning too, is even that, you know, at the end of David's life in second Samuel 22, and he writes one more song and it's the song of deliverance. And David has gone through so much. I mean, he's, fought Goliath. He's slept with Bathsheba. He killed Bathsheba's husband. I mean, he's done so much ups and downs, up and down in David's life. And the last thing he says before David passes on, who's the man after God's own heart, is a song of deliverance, of saying, God, you've brought me not only through it, but over it. And I'm no longer bound to what has happened in my past, but I can, by the grace of God, move into the future. And I think we've been learning about that of just God, his love delivers us time and time again. And that the song we sing is a song of deliverance. And in between all that might be songs of joy and songs of sorrow, just like in the Psalms when David is writing. But I feel like that's something that we've really been learning of trusting more in God than trusting in any one person this side of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. And I, I guess one of the things that's key with whatever we situation we find us in, and all the things that God's calling us into is is making sure we find his peace in it. Yeah. And the song that I'd love you guys to talk about now would, would be Peace, which we'll play next, if that's okay. T tell us about peace and the significance of that for you guys. Yeah. I mean, like, just kind of starting to talk about it more honestly now in my life. Um, Gordon and I were talking about this off uh, off screen before we recorded but i've definitely struggled with a lot of mental health issues been through some really tough stuff in my life that's contributed to that and um it's been kind of a consistent battle i mean austin has seen me in some like pretty dark moments just to be like totally honest like struggling with self-harm and suicidal thoughts and all those things and i don't say that as a as i'm, I'm not still in it so i can talk about it like mm giving an encouragement that there is an other side to all those things for anybody who might be on the other side of that right now. <clears throat> but I remember peace. My dad had actually written a song for Bethel's project about um, the peace album, which was designed to help people who struggle with depression and anxiety. And he, he tells the story, but I'll just you know tell it from how he tells it. He said that he tried to sing it multiple times and it wasn't connecting. And he was like, maybe Brandy's supposed to sing it, whatever. So he asked me to come over and I just immediately connected with it. But I thought that it was so like odd and like I would connect with it because I was not peaceful <laughs> at all. And um, so I almost feel like in the most weird, non-weird way possible, I think God gave me that song almost to encourage like my future self, you know, you've got this, like you, you can trust in God's peace and, and over, over your life and let that start healing you. And it's been really beautiful to watch God, like yeah. really heal me, like honestly, from some stuff I probably thought I'd never be able to get, get over. And um, yeah, it's been beautiful. Like yeah. there is, there is definitely healing. So that, that song, all that to say, I think God used that as a seed to start this work of healing me. And um, I think it, from what I've heard, 
I, I'll have people text me all the time. Like, I listen to song to help me with whatever I'm going through. And, like, people go through some really hard stuff on the side of heaven. Mm -hmm. And I think that song has helped a lot of people. But I think it it helped me, too. And I think people can look at the person who sings the song and be like, oh, they've got it all together. I'm like, if only you knew. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And Gordon, since we started, we started dating in the end of 2018. And so for the past five years, we've been in Nashville. And we just came out to California about three weeks ago. And... Honestly, the first time right when we got here, even though this was something we we're so excited about for the first couple of days I was here, I like couldn't catch my breath. And I was like, what is this anxiety that I'm experiencing? Just a life change. And I feel like we all go through big changes in our lives. We don't know how our bodies are going to respond. Yeah. But then there is a piece that surpasses understanding. And mm -hmm. it was the kind of thing where I was like, why is this? I know we want to be here in California, but why is why do I not feel settled? And I think so many times in our lives, we... God calls us to a place and it's like the Jonah story. We don't, we don't really, we're fighting it a little bit. We don't really want to be there, but we know that's where God has us. Um, and so this song, Peace, just really ministers to my heart. And it's so cool that it's Franny's voice singing over me and singing over our family and our future um, and just trusting Him. Peace by We The Kingdom, and I'm so very pleased that Franny Cash Kane and Austin Kane are with us for the artist interview today. Um, Austin, you know, so much has been shared from, from both your stories, really. It'd be wonderful if you're happy to pray for listeners right now. I know that it's going to be people who've connected with things, and particularly, particularly, I just, Franny mentioned the struggles with mental health and some of the things she's been through, and I know that that's something that many people um, will go, well, that's me or that's my, that's someone that I'm close to, that I'm watching struggle. But Franny's story is a story of, of hope and of healing. Uh, and that song of peace is about God right in the middle. So please feel free right now to pray, Austin. God, we come before you today and we just want to humbly pray and say thank you for uh, giving us breath in our lungs and another day on earth. And I pray that you help us have our vision towards you. And I pray for Anyone listening, whatever they're going through, the transitions in life between jobs, maybe between relationships, uh, that you comfort them, that God, you give us a peace that does surpass understanding. You love each and every person. And I pray that we feel that love, we feel your presence, and we feel your peace. God, I I pray that you remind us today that you aren't the one that has hurt us in our past, but you're the one healing us and leading us into a future with you. And that by your power, by your Holy Spirit, 
you can heal all wounds and not even have scars that you actually heal us um, and make us brand new. And you say that you, you can take our heart of stone, give us a heart of flesh. God, we trust you. We love you. I pray um, for our minds that you transform our minds and our hearts that you transform our hearts and that we become and start to look more like you as we practice the way of Jesus today. Um, give us grace, give us peace with the people we interact with and fill us with your Holy Spirit. And I pray that from that, we overflow with love and joy and peace and patience and all the fruits of the spirit um, into other people in our lives. God, I, I'm just so grateful that we get to partner with you on this side of heaven. And ultimately, I pray that you increase and that we decrease, that we see more of you and less of us. God, we love you and we love the people that you put into our lives. I pray that you just give us peace over anxiety. You give us purpose over the pressure and the pain that we feel and that honestly, you just give us the persistence to keep going. And our hope is in you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Austin. I just want to quickly say for people who are listening, who are in this time in a dark place, struggling with mental health uh, and not sure where to turn, I just want to firstly say you're valued and you're precious and you're loved. And I want to encourage you, as Austin said, to keep going. Just, just keep going one step at a time. Uh, and I want to encourage you to try and reach out to get some help as well. There are many churches that are equipped with good ministries to help people where they can give you counselling and help break, break through some freedoms for you. Uh, and as well as churches, there are specialist ministries around. And of course, secular counselling as well. I don't want to rule that out. Mm. I just want to say, go and, go and get some help. Talk to somebody. Don't keep this stuff to yourself. Mm. When you keep it to yourself, you are not going to easily be able to walk forward out of it. So um, to take advantage of the things around you. And also just a love, like, slight aside, I just want to say not every church and not every Christian is equipped to help take you through a step at a time on these things. So if you're finding that your church, if you're in a church, aren't able to help, maybe just speak to someone you can trust in the church and say, I need a bit more help than this church can give and ask if they can point you in the right direction because I don't want you to find yourself in a dead end where you go, oh, this is all there is because actually God really wants to help move you into true freedom. And of course, as well, if you listen to this and you're going, well, who is this Jesus that Franny and Austin and Gordon are chatting about? I'm not even sure I've tuned into this by mistake. I just want to encourage you, if you're in the UK, get along to www.findachurch.co.uk because there are many thousands of churches that would love to welcome you and help know more about God's love. And if you're listening to one of our partner stations worldwide, connect with the studio and just ask them to recommend a great church. I know they'd love to do that for you. Guys, thank you so much. Um, okay, so... Fran, can I just pop back in time then? Because if I remember this rightly, and I'm sorry, Austin, that many of my questions are directed to, to your wife. Oh, no. You're, yeah. you're, you're very kind. Sir. But I remember, Franny, that you went to YWAM in Hawaii. Now, I would have thought, so YWAM's you for the mission. I did it myself many years ago. You did? Yeah, yeah, my wife and I did it. We, we, we probably talked about this. That's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah, we did, we did. We did. We did. Back back in the 1990s. So yeah, last century, dudes. So, okay. So, 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 and, and I would have thought that when you were with YWAM, there'd be opportunities for some of this stuff to, to get worked through. Was it that, and I know there was pain from past church hurt and experience. And I think it was one of the houses, wasn't it? Melissa who told you to go to. Yeah. YWAM, is that right? Yeah. She said, you've got to get out of the situation and get yourself to YWAM and give yourself a bit of space. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing that that was a place where a certain degree of healing happens. For sure, yeah. 
but but then you were still carrying stuff that hadn't God hadn't touched at that stage. Yeah. Is that is that because sometimes just stuff's in God's timing, or do you think it was that there was more, but you just didn't have time to to work on it? I don't know. I'm just interested in in how comes sometimes it takes so much longer than. I like things done fast, you know. Right, so, yeah. all, right, all right, sort me out, God. So, um, so any any ideas why? Although you had sort of that, those months there, yeah, some degree of healing, but not all healing. That is a great question. I actually have a lot of people from YWAM or in ministries like that who ask a similar question. I've never been asked that exactly before, but who ask a similar question on kind of like, I don't agree with that ministry anymore because it didn't fix all my problems or that kind of almost mentality, which is different than yours. It's more of a bitter mentality and yours is more curious. And I, you know, and, and I think it's going to offer the listener something, but, um, so when I went to why I went, yeah, I like why well, I walked through a really traumatic church situation. Like if I went into all the details, you'd be like, you know, on the other side, it was very, yeah. very dramatic. And, um, coming out of that went straight to YWAM. God really met me there. I think I heard God's voice for the first time. I felt him tell me that he loved me, that he was going to heal me. I started like researching the scriptures. I, I literally, the, my friend that I was telling you about who I met in YWAM, I met her on outreach um, for the three months of like evangelism. But the three months of like lecture phase uh, was kind of just like in the prayer room the whole time, like researching the Bible, being like, what is true? What is not? So it was a very foundational for me, but the interest, they kind of broke up lecture phase. I don't know how, if this was how it was for you and YWAM, but they broke up lecture phase into two different parts. And one was more introspective, kind of dealing with mother, father wounds, your view of God, your worldview, all of that. And then they had the second six or so weeks more extrospective, like learning about the spheres and how you can use your sphere for ministry and evangelism and how to be on outreach and how to work under a missionary and stuff like that, more practical stuff. Yeah. So I think the amount of work that I needed in my heart, it was not enough time to really go into the introspective stuff. I think I started to scratch the surface and be like, oh, I have some stuff here. And I definitely got the tools of like learning to talk to God and all of that. But I needed more professional help when I came home to help me go and do the like mind body work, like EMDR. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's like a, um, it's a type of counseling where they actually similar to the Bethel music, they play these bilateral sounds that, um, which is what the peace album is to help lower your fight or flight and help you enter into your subconscious. So you can talk about traumatic events in an objective way, not in a triggering way. Okay. So you kind of, bring the light of God. Like, like this happened to me and this is what I believe God is doing through it or what he taught me through it as opposed to like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm still in pain, you know? Um, so it kind of helps to to make names or events that happen a little less scary is kind of what that was. But I also needed to do a lot of um, memory work. So there was a lot of times in counseling with my, my counselor in Nashville. I've had a couple of different counselors in Nashville who have all been just amazing. I have nothing bad to say. Um, but they would go through my memories and then and then help me remember painful memories that still might have like beliefs about myself or about God that I got from those painful memories or whatever. And so sometimes it's just like years of like, you know, going to counseling or, you know, situations can trigger stuff that was dormant. Like, you know, one of my friends is she got married and marriage triggered her husband really badly. Like he had a terrible family life growing up. And so marriage just kind of like, you you might've not seen that he was 
like this before, struggled in this way, but he just kind of started um, struggling after um, he got married. And so it's like different people can experience different triggers um, that bring out different stuff that might require like you going through the layers and the layers can be like 200 layers deep sometimes. <laughs> so you might be like, oh, I have layers. If you know, if you like why wham or something like that might open you up to be like, oh, I have layers I need to work on, you know, but um, then you have to like actually do the work. Which is, you know, taking ownership over your story and realizing, like, I'm not a victim. Like, I can be a victor, victor in Christ, like, mm-hmm. over the things that have happened to me. Um, but it does kind of require you doing the work, you know, like, like I'm sure you've done in your life, too. And, and anybody listening, like, the work has... Honestly, I got to a place where I think the work was kind of fun. Like, I almost got inspired by it. Every time wow. I'd go, it'd be so hard to talk about a memory but then seeing how rewarding it was on the other side, the inspiration it would give me for mm-hmm. art or music or the freedom that I felt, the space that I felt in my heart, the lack of wanting to hurt myself, like those kinds of things. I was like, this is actually kind of fun. <laughs> I like this. So after a while, I think I started to enjoy. You saw the positive fruits of it and yeah. Yeah, like, like running. You're like, you hate it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then you, the more you run, the more you're like, I want this. And that's why people run marathons. I'm not there yet, but maybe like, <laughs> yeah. maybe a similar thing, you know? <laughs> maybe. So. Oh, well, maybe you could do the London Marathon. You could, if you're not going to come here to sing, you could do that. It's a great run. So um, I've, never, I've never done Would you do? Oh, Austin's smiling as well. I would, I'd love to do that. That'd be awesome. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's the new challenge. Yeah, great. Okay, we're, we're going to enjoy watching the two of you train on your social media. You have to do it with us then. Exactly. No, oh, oh, no, I'm banned from doing marathons. <laughs> so I, I really couldn't. But thanks for authoring. I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll be at the end and give you guys a drink. How about that? Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. That, that, that'll help. So, okay. Um, thank you. Thank you, Franny. Just just to say, uh, I, I want to make sure you're being open and honest about things. I've had counselling for, for stress uh, as well, which when people meet me, you know, that sounds a bit strange. Um, but actually, anyone can find themselves in a situation, maybe through no fault of their own, where actually it's just got to a stage where it's where it's just too difficult to, to keep on going forwards. And getting some counselling can be a very, very helpful way to actually change and reframe things and help you understand what you've been through and still the goodness of God. So um, so thank, thanks, Franny. That's awesome. Austin, I've got a question for you then. So so how how is your mental health? You, you you strike me as a what's up happy kind of guy, which is which is good. But uh but have you have you always had good good mental health? I think as a kid, I wasn't as aware of emotions. I felt like growing up I was trained that there was the only emotions that were important were happy ones. And anything negative you suppress. And so then as a growing up, I would have these spurts of anger and i like really had a had a excuse me had a hot temper growing up and we get really frustrated about things and i think that anger is a part of mental health that i think is overlooked because a lot of people focus on anxiety and depression which are so real but i think anger and frustration is something that i've struggled with more is that i can be um pretty quick to get heated about something and i feel like that's something that god is been working in my life and revealing that I can be frustrated about a little thing, driving in traffic and being angry about, you know, the way somebody else is driving. And really that's a reflection on my heart. I have, a, it's a problem that I need to, to focus on. Yeah. Um, and I feel like God is really the yeah. joy of the Lord is as your strength. 
that my parents prayed for me so much as a kid for my anger, my temper tantrums in order for me to overcome that. And I think now as an adult, I've struggled some with, I've gotten more over that, but I think recently trusting is, does God care about me? I know God cares about the world, but does he care about me? And so recently, honestly, the past, I don't know, six months to a year, I've struggled more with some anxiety and um, depression. And even with the first year we were married COVID really. in 2020, yeah, I kind of had a trajectory for my music and the people I was working with. And then with COVID here in the US, it was just like, well, those plans aren't there. And I, I remember wrestling with God being like, well, God, I felt like you've called me to make music, but do you even care about me? Do you yeah. want me to do this? And so I went to a really dark place in my mind thinking, woe is me. I'll, I don't I don't have all the things that I wanted so far in life. And I think God isn't withholding things in order to, to make us love him more. He's He knows what's best for us. And I think reframing my mind recently to be like, he's actually, he's not withholding good things. He is giving good things. And exactly where I am is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. When I'm in the palm of God's hand, that is the safest place to be. And so I think sometimes that has helped me realize when I go into these, the, the more darker places in my mind of reminding myself of the truth of what God says about me, yeah. not what my mind is telling me about who I am. Yeah. I, I, and just to say, listeners uh, on the radio will not have noticed, but when you mentioned about getting angry in traffic, Franny said, mm-hmm, with her head and gave a big nod. So um, so yeah. just yeah. want to make sure, I know what you yeah. said, very serious point you made, yeah, but, it, but that, was, that, was, that was a fun moment. So, okay. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess also, I'd like to ask about how you felt when uh, Austin, when when Franny was maybe first said to you, "I think I want to step out of the band." What what did you say in that moment? At the beginning of 2021, I remember thinking that because God has blessed We the Kingdom commercially, that it was exactly where Franny was supposed to be, and so I didn't really see that maybe there was other plans that He had for her life. So I was encouraging. I was like, "Franny, maybe you should just stay in We the Kingdom." And keep going. And then by about the the start of 2023, so this time last year, I was like seeing that God had opened other doors for Franny and other things to go through. And mm-hmm. really that the plan for your life that he has wasn't just to build a band and to do that for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I think whatever God calls you to, whether it's singing or acting yeah. or speaking, um, even just, back to We the Kingdom for a time. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's like, it's seasonal. Yeah. And I think so much of life, God created the seasons for things to change and yeah. and alter. And sometimes we go back to the things and sometimes we God takes us somewhere else. And I feel like that's something that yeah. I've been learning. So my initial reaction when Franny was like, I think I should leave We the Kingdom. I was like, wait, what? Well, and, it kind of took us as a yeah. couple on this whole dive to like realizing the difference between the our American and I'm wonder a bit of the UK's perspective. I'm not sure exactly, but Americans are like notorious for being very, you know, materialistic and like what it can commercial success is just not God showed us that like commercial success is not always the same thing as kingdom success, you know? And so like the success in God's kingdom is like forgiving one another, loving each other, like having these healthy relationships or prioritizing the people that really matter in your life. Mm-hmm. And, um, pure, authentic, honest worship. You know, those are the things and, and talking about like childlike spirit, like those kinds of things. And um, and so I feel like God really kind of reframed both of us that like, it's not about the numbers and it's not about how big the stage is. Like, it's about 
what your relationship with God looks like behind closed doors. That's really what kingdom success mm -hmm. is. And I just would rather have that, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I know God too. I'm too far along on my journey with God to want anything short of, of wanting to be having that kingdom mindset. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's probably something that most, I can't say all, but most Christian artists have to struggle with because every time you've got a show booked, you have to go up there and lead the songs and do the worship. And actually, there are times when I don't want to sing worship. I want to sit quietly and I don't want to be with other people and I don't want to be on the radio. I love being on the radio, but it, there are times when I don't want to be on the radio. I want to, do, whereas if you're on tour and you've got night after night and after night doing that, for me, I would know that, that there would be times when I'm having to get on stage and do it, but I would be, I'm, I'm going to say faking it. Obviously, I'm going to have to go through the motions yeah. because that's what people need of me and require of me, but it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the fullness of my heart that's being expressed on it. And I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be some people who go, well, no, I just worship all the time because I live to worship. So, but I, I, I know that for me, I would, I would find that I, I would probably burn out pretty quickly trying to do the sorts of schedules that, yeah. that many bands have to do. My last thought on that is that I feel like God has made it very clear in the Bible that the most important relationship is our relationship vertically with God. And then our next most important relationship is with our spouse. If God gives us a spouse, that it's with our wife or husband. And it's like, that is the secondary most important. And then kids and all these other things and career isn't, isn't in that hierarchy in of relationships <laughs> yeah. career. We, God has created us to work and we, before the fall, we were working and after the fall, we're still working. But I think ultimately something that's helped mm -hmm. my perspective is that the relationships is what God cares about. So our relationship with him and our mm -hmm. relationship with each other and so much of past couple of years we've spent apart and now we're getting to spend so much time together really growing as a couple yeah. married couple and then also with, with jesus you know yeah. which is really exciting actually i love that that's great that's a that's a great thing to be called into to de depth of relationship with god and going closer together i i like that so so you mentioned uh about success and financial success and stepping out and i and i think for the people in the uk and uh, the us to step away from something that's financially successful would be seen as being very, very foolish. In fact, when I went to, to YWAM, I was working in, in a job and my father-in-law said, if you step away from this, it's financial suicide. Uh, those are exactly his words. And I was like, yeah, but I just think I've got to prioritize my wife and I spending time with God. So worked out brilliantly, I should say. So, so there might be people listening right now who are really successful in, in what they're doing and it's going great. And I guess I would like to challenge you. Do just have a prayer and just say, God, is, is this it? Because it might be, it might be exactly where God wants you. But if, uh, if you have a prayer about it and then feel like, oh, oh, I don't know, pray a little bit more and just see what, what Jesus will say, because uh, you just need to be open to actually stepping into things that he has for you, even yeah. if they might look like a different type of success, because certainly financial yeah. success is one thing, but it's not the main thing. So, um, so guys, yeah. oh, wow, what you've been, you've been very encouraging. So um, I'm not going to quit straight away, but, <laughs> but I love, I love, I love what you've done. So um, I watched your, I watched your wedding video uh, last night and it was, it was so sweet. I've seen, I've seen it before. In fact, when it first, when it first, mm, probably fairly soon after, after you got married, I, I saw it and, uh, and I liked it then. Um, and the song, the song that I saw it was the extraordinary love song. Could you could you just tell us uh, very quickly about the song Extraordinary Love because it's it's Austin's song, um, and uh, who did you write it for, Austin? 
What's it about? <laughs> so, yeah, I started writing it when we were engaged and mm -hmm. uh, it's obviously about our relationship. And I think so many times it's what's special about marriage is that God has literally given us marriage to depict the way that he loves the big C church, the bride of Christ, like the, his church. And I think it's, it is extraordinary. It's like, it feels like day to day. Oh, you love somebody, you sacrifice, you give time with them. But at the end of the day, love is, is brilliant. It's amazing. It's such a, a gift from God. And yeah. it's when you think about the fruits of the spirit, the very first one mentioned in the Bible is love. Mm -hmm. And God says that he is love. And so if we get to experience something on earth that he is so designed and he's blessed and he's kissed and it's a covenant between us. And yeah. so I remember being engaged and just being like, man, shoot, I like this girl a whole lot. And so we, I wrote the song, Franny sang on it. And then at our, yeah. at our wedding, you know, we had our wedding ceremony. Then we had a reception with all of our friends and family and had a band on stage, a 10 piece band with horns and everything. It was so And fun. guitar player. Talk about dancing. So we were dancing and then, um, <laughs> But we hopped up on stage before we got in the getaway car and everybody lined up and we got up on stage and performed the song together. And so we just, I grabbed one of the guitars. We both got behind one mic and the band. I just, I was like, hey, the, the song's in the key of C, C major. And they were like, all right, cool. And the band, they're so pro. We they're just, so we played good. the song together. And then, so there's a clip in that video of us on stage and it was yeah. actually not planned at all. It was totally spur of the moment, spontaneous. Yeah. So we hopped up, we jumped off stage, everybody lit sparklers. We walked through the tunnel, got in the car and headed off. It was really cute. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> your face tells me you love that. Uh, <laughs> Austin and Friday, this is your track, Extraordinary Love. That was Extraordinary Love by Austin Kane, and I'm so pleased that Franny Austin are still here with us here for the artist interview. Guys, thanks for all hey. you've shared. I, I'm I'm excited about the adventure that you're on. So I'd love to know, you, you talked about the fact that, that for Franny, there's maybe she could do some acting, maybe she could do some singing, maybe she, but not right now, have a break from that for a bit, or maybe she did this or that. So Austin, what, what are you actually doing? So she's on sabbatical. Are you working at all, Austin, or are you just sabbaticaling? I am. Yeah. So I've got, we brought, we packed everything into our little Honda CRV and we drove across the country. And so I brought the the most I could bring to fit in the car, but a little studio setup. So some speakers, a bass, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, microphones. And our golden noodle. And our dog. Yes. <laughs> and so I've got, we're here in an Airbnb in uh, just south of Los Angeles. And so I set it up over, just over here to the side and I've got a keyboard and I've actually written a couple worship songs with guys out here that are worship leaders. They are so good. We've li I've listened to it probably 12 times, seriously, crying. like it And then, um, yeah, and then I'm working on my own music as well. And so yeah. I'm, I'm putting out this year one song every three weeks. Yeah. And so I put out one song two weeks ago, and now I'm putting out another one this Friday. And then so just kind of like I get to create a lot of music. So I thought this year might as well start putting it out. And um, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of what I've been working on. So music generates some income for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And are, are you going to be gigging where you are at all, doing some shows or what's the plan? Not 
right now. So yeah. just just making new music, working on some of my own music, and then a lot of what I've been doing over the past couple of years is just production for other artists. And so I still have a few artists in Nashville that I'm finishing their projects, some folk, some Christian, some country songs. And so I'm wrapping up those mixes and masters and then basically working on my own stuff. So that's kind of what I've yeah. been just working on music. Cool. Okay. Well, it's, that is great that that earns some money. A uh, nice location for you guys to be in a big, big change. Right. Uh, what are the things that you know you want to achieve over how long, how long, so, so we're recording this at the very start of February, 2024. How long are you pausing for Franny? What's, what's, if this is a sabbatical, do you have a, do you have a time frame when you want to be doing stuff or? It was two months, but it's, it will have been two months when this is aired. Um, and then I'm heading home towards, well, I guess it's more like three months, two and a half yeah. months, but I'm leaving for a couple work trips that I actually cannot yeah. say on what they are yet. But so. Franny is doing like the first week of March, she's doing a speaking engagement. I guess I can't talk and, about that one. And yeah. singing at a, a girls conference in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. It's called Therefore Gathering. Um, it's amazing. It's a, it's a organization for high school girls and um, I'm really excited about it. I'll be there for a couple of days in March. And then there's some other things that I can't wait to talk about. That's that's okay. The timing's important. So if people want to connect with you guys, if they want to find you online, where, where do they go? Um, my Instagram is Franny Ray, F-R-A-N-N-I-R-A-E. And yes, I would love to, yeah. love to follow along with you guys. Yeah, awesome. mine's just Austin Kane. Yeah. On, on Instagram. Isn't it Austin G. Kane? Austin G. Kane on Instagram. Yeah, see, it, he needs the G. So, and Kane is <laughs> C-A-I-N. Yes. yes. Not, 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 not the other yeah. Kane. We're like Kane and Abel, you know, watch out now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what? We've got time. We've got time, Austin, for one last track. Uh, the track's going to be Millionaire. Tell me all about Millionaire. My track Millionaire, I actually started it with Martin, who is Franny's brother, the drummer for We The Kingdom. And he and I started the song. And then Ed, Franny's dad, heard it. And he was like, wow, I love this song. And so Ed and Martin and I finished the song, but we were kind of stuck on where to take verse two. And so I called one of my friends who's in a rock band called the band Camino. And he comes over to the studio and us four, we finish writing the song. And then we had most of the production done. And there was like, it just, we wanted it to groove and bounce a little bit more. And so we called Tommy Prophet. Yeah, we've had Tommy on the show before Christmas. Amazing guy. Yeah, Tommy's oh, awesome. Cool. So That's Tommy awesome. came in and, and worked on the drums. And then we finished the song and had it sent to Mix and Master. And so the song is all about that feeling you get when you're with the person that you love. And that what love is, isn't about having a whole bunch of things and material things. But you can be rich because of the experiences that you share together. And so it's it's kind of a... It's kind of a, you know, a funny, like happy song, but it's all about being a millionaire is about being with the people that you care about. And so that's actual value and worth more than just the nice cars and the nice houses. So yeah, that's what the song's about. And it was really fun to work on with, with, you know, two of the guys in We the Kingdom and yeah. it's been, it's been fun. So it's, and it's had some good, uh, good traction so far. Guys, it's been an absolute joy chatting Stan. I look forward to capturing your journey in due course. But right now, this is Austin Kane's track, Millionaire.
and that was Millionaire by Austin Kane. We're so very grateful to Franny and Austin for joining us on the artist interview. Uh, of course, there are many other episodes from loads of other artists that you can enjoy on our podcast. Just go to your favourite platform and search up the artist interview. We hope you've known a bit of God's love, his blessing, his joy, and also his peace at this time. And if you're a person who's just maybe felt some of the stuff really related to you, just want to encourage you again, go and, go and seek some help. Ask some people to pray for you and look for the goodness of God and all those things. I'm your host, Gordon T, and I look forward to joining you on the next episode of The Artist Interview. listening to the artist interview a hope fm podcast find us at hopefm.com forward slash the artist interview